Oh, just like that. No countdown. All right. No. Right into it. <laughs> oh, yeah. You yeah. got to make the countdown yourself if you want oh, to. Oh, word. All right. Yeah. Well, hey, listen, I'm ready. Let's go. Let's fire this thing on up. What's up, y'all? ATO here with the Galactic Tribe. This is the Galactic Tribe podcast, talking all things Afrofuturism, all things Wakanda, all things just beautiful and black about our infinite existence. So, Lelouch, how you feeling today, bro? I'm pretty good, brody. I mean, this is the first time I've actually gotten to do a podcast live mm. next to the person that I'm podcasting from, even though they can't that's tell from the... That's insane. Yeah. That I've, I've done hundreds of episodes of hundreds of podcasts. I've never been actually face-to-face with someone doing it. That's literally insane. But, I mean, that's the world we live in. I mean, when we're talking about the future and what can happen in the future this we we in the future like who would have thought like you know you wouldn't have to be next to somebody re- recording something and then broadcasting it the first time we did an episode for the galactic tribe podcast that was the first time i was doing a podcast with someone in the same state as mm. wow like yeah that's what's up mr worldwide over here mr nationwide mr worldwide himself man so i uh, hope everybody's feeling well today on the podcast we're talking about a bunch of different things Talking about Hogwarts becoming an HBCU, which is like one of my favorite topics in a, in, in a long time. Like, there's been a lot of heavy topics mm-hmm. and strange things going on. This topic, I'm really actually excited about. Um, we're also going to get into Creed 3 and the future of combat sports because I listen, I binged all three Creed movies in one weekend. I had to see, you know, the face off between killmonger and kane like that was just I, I couldn't avoid that connection so we're talking about that and then we're going to talk about how wakanda fits into both so it's going to be a great episode so let's get started with the hogwarts hbcu mm-hmm. um but which isn't called hogwarts it's called what is it called the uh, hama i think is the acronym yeah. for h-a-m-u h-a-m-u which is like h-a-m-u is it like uh historical agricultural hogwarts i uh, yeah, go ahead, go ahead and look yeah. it up. But for those who don't know, um, Hogwarts, you know, is a, is a school in, in Harry Potter. They have all the, the rooms and everything like that. But thanks to the uh, Hogwarts Legacy game that came out, it had a lot of great customization items. One, I, and I haven't tested it out myself, but from what I saw my friends posting, a lot of people seem to like the customization options. So the locks look cool, the braids different hairstyles, different lengths for the locks. Like, you know, most most games have the afros and the buzz cuts and maybe maybe a maybe a fade. I might have seen maybe one or two fades in the game, but the fades don't always look that great. Some some real just sloppy dreads. Right. Like occasionally just right tragic. (laughs) Outside of two Ks. I mean outside of two K they sometimes get their stuff right. Mm -hmm. But if we're talking like adventure games, RPG Mm -hmm. action games, not so much. Um, but yeah, Hogwarts did a really great job, and some people got to really see themselves for once. Mm-hmm. And not to say that Harry Potter doesn't have any black characters or, or ethnic characters, but like <laughs> they only look. There's only so many of them, right? But now you got a whole gang, and I don't know why they didn't make Hogwarts multiplayer. Man, that would have been that would have been beautiful. That would have been if, great. If honestly, if it was multiplayer, I would be on it currently. Mm-hmm. Um, Same, but it's not. It's on my desktop. <laughs> That's no, um, no, I think that it would have been difficult to try to make a game as expansive as a sandbox that they have for Hogwarts mm-hmm. into a multiplayer. 
mm-hmm. and maybe if they did something like it was like a drop in drop out co-op like you know you can hop into somebody's world and play with them like yeah a little bit yeah kind of like pokemon a little bit yeah. how how uh exactly, and exactly was. like that actually yeah if yeah they yeah had something like that then i think that could work but like trying to do like a full-on like you know call of duty multiplayer or like a a destiny multiplayer where you have like you know all these shared spaces mm, with each other yeah oh, uh, that something could, that could get difficult but i mean if they were to be able to pull that off yo mind blown like they they would have destroyed the internet like, <laughs> i've broken it because broken it like means you can fix it yeah you're not fixing that yeah no not at all and like when was the last harry potter game to come out do you do you remember because i'm not a big fan of you're not uh, that great probably one of the movie games wow um and those never really caught one that heavily. Mm-hmm. This one is like the first one that's really involved and yeah. that has a lot of you know steam behind it. And mm-hmm. Even as a, like for a single player game to have the uh, impact and the following that this does, yeah, is an impressive thing. Like the only other things that do that are the the Sony exclusives, like you know, like the God of Wars, The Last of Us. Like you don't see like regular games besides like well, no, because uh. Elden Ring is also a multiplayer game too, mm-hmm. so you can't even count that one. Wow! So like, yeah, single player games like that, you don't see them have this level of draw. Mm-hmm. But I mean, Hogwarts. I mean, it, it's it's such a deep fan base in general, so it's already going to have that. But I feel like they've expanded their fan base to people that weren't even really Harry Potter fans uh, before, but now they have uh, you know found their way in with. Uh, Hogwarts, well, ham you, ham you. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, man, the old TikTok blew up. Hmm. Um, like, that, like it just start. It starts off. Most of the videos start off with like um, the uh, Mo Bamba joint playing, and like there's a party at Slytherin, mm-hmm. and like all the houses are there, and they're doing everything mm-hmm. from step root like uh fraternity and sorority step routines mm-hmm. to fight in <laughs> and then i'm seeing like people dress up in their robes and like they're shooting with the wands <laughs> like the party getting mm-hmm. shot up with a wand oh man there's like, like so many so many they, funny they, things when they rolling up with the vodka cadaver on them you know what i'm saying <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you gotta man. make that into a me how you sit when you got you when you know you got the the three curses on you yeah oh man <laughs> you got the three Oh man. Oh no, man. Uh, I mean, I just seen all the content that has come from this game. I mean, that is a that is a rare thing to see to have this many people like yeah. collectively all in one game space. Mm-hmm. I yeah. mean, and then TNC saying he, yeah, he yeah. got his uh his TikTok jack and put into a, a larger TikTok of everybody oh, yeah. partying. It's, the, it's layered yeah, on layer. Like, yeah, if you're doing something Hogwarts related, it's getting put into someone else's TikTok mm-hmm. video. And it's just like, man, uh, it's so crazy to see. Speaking of C Saint, uh, he told me that people were doing actual meetups now, too. Like, they were, um, yeah, people like they started a bunch of discords and uh, Facebook groups for like all the houses and everything, and they say, "Yo, let's meet up and do something." And people are like meeting up, which is that's dope. Mm. <laughs> people, it's, it's I guess like the fanhood was kind of just like the sleeping giant. You mm. know what I mean? Like, there's always been Black Harry Potter fans, Harry Potter fans of all uh, generations and ethnicities and age groups and genders and everything. But for them to to be so galvanized by this whole movement that they decided to make their own spaces, that's 
that's what blackness does, man. Like we have to, we know we have to separate our own space because we know like we're not always going to be welcome or if we are welcome, even in that space, there might be somebody who feels that we're unwelcome. So you know what I mean? Would that be like Afro phantasm? Afro fantasy. Yeah, Afro fantasy. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you throw Afro in front of something like that, <laughs> <laughs> and usually what happens is it ends up being the originator of that thing anyway. I mean, so, Afro samurai. Afro samurai. I mean, samurai. like sam black samurai, Yasuke, probably something way before that. No, we, we, don't, we, don't, we don't claim Yasuke. <laughs> no, we, we claim that historical Yasuke. <laughs> yeah, but we, the, yeah, that yeah, that yeah, anime so. thing. We don't, nah, 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 nah. So, <laughs> but yeah, so black wizards, uh, black wizardry, and, and like, I guess the next step. Um, well, there's also a lot of controversy around J.K. Rowling. Some people call her racist. Some people call her transphobe. And some people, I mean, from what I heard, she's definitely a transphobe. She's not. She's not ashamed about it. Um, the racist thing, people can, you know, people kind of bend it a little bit. So it can go either way. But the, the ultimate conversation is the Afro fantasy part. You know, us being wizards, us being witches, us having mythical creatures that are indigenous to Africa or, or any place that's indigenous to where people of a darker complexion are. Mm. So it could be natives, could be South Americans, <laughs> I'm sorry, should, could be Americans, North Americans, South Americans, you know, wherever brown people are, right. indigenous Australians and everything like that. We need, we have our own myths too. We have our own um, just, just worlds that have existed for a long time, but don't get to cross into the space of multi-million dollar movies or, or video games for that matter either. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, good example is like, uh, oh man, there's so many examples. I'm kind of drawing a blank. So like Blood and Bone, Children of Blood and Bone. I've, I don't know if you're familiar oh, yeah. with that story. You, yeah. you read it? Yeah. Um, uh, Felicia has a couple of the books at our house. Mm. Uh, she, I've, I've read the first one after she finished the, the entire series. Nice. But, yeah, um, yeah. I mean, getting to see something like that mm. on the big screen. Yeah, oh, man. man. Yeah, bro. It's oh, like there's yeah. so much going on, especially with um, just like a resurgence in black spirituality, too. And just like when we're talking about something, we're not so far removed to it where it's just myth, right? There's a lot of spiritual connections if you're talking about Orishas and everything like that. Like there's an actual deeper thing to that. Which is like another example of is that I don't like is when Black Panther they adapted the uh just the word Orishas into their mythology, but their the Orishas don't operate the same, it's just kind of a name, yeah. right? So they, it was kind of superficial to me, and I didn't really like it because it's like you're calling Bast and this other guy that you that you took inspiration from Egypt from an Orisha and everything, but you're not really talking about the Orishas, mm. so um. But yeah, I think the next level is actually paying tribute to those multi multitudes of different spiritual systems. Yeah, so 2027, we're coming out with uh, Grio Studios uh, <laughs> to put out this into animation. Yeah, um, there's a, there's actually a, a not a studio, but there's an entity called Grio Enterprises. That's my man Jiba, um, who's an who's an excellent art, artist, excellent storyteller. So no shade to him. But if we come up with the name, and we you know we 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 holler at you about it, and it's cool. By all means, we know we can do that. <laughs> you, know what I'm saying? you can get in on the business too. You're right, right, right. Let's get a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, man. So I think that the next step is all right. So now this is before I even move on to the next thing, just kind of talk about this a little bit more. Um, one of the things that was talked about on the other podcast I was on was our ownership of like fanhood. And also if you can separate the fanhood from the originator. How far can you go with that, right? Now that you have uh, Hamu, H-A-M-U, mm -hmm. you know, 
is there a way that y'all can start cultivating stories and cultivating uh, gatherings without crossing the, the copyright line? You know what I'm saying? Because it's so necessary for us to have our own spaces. Mm -hmm. Is there a way that we can own our fanhood without, you know, breaking the crossing that line? Like well, I said, I mean, when it comes to things like that, I mean, as long as you're not charging people to come to a ham you party there's no issue uh with copyright there i mean because mm -hmm. there's no money being made yeah it's just a a name essentially on a thing so yeah i think there's some loopholes though i think mm -hmm. that if somebody decided to make like a wand or something or start to sell wands or sell like fan art or just like I mean and if they Harry have ham drinks on there and not hogwarts mm -hmm. <laughs> people know what it means, but it don't say that. But people know what it means, so I think. And you has literally no direct association mm -hmm. to to Warner Brothers in the slightest. Yeah, bro. So... Yeah. <laughs> I heard people were making like their own joints too. People were making like their own clothing and everything. So, um, I think some Slytherin hoodies might be coming out. Mm -hmm. Some some Hufflepuff joints. I feel like that might be a little bit of copyright. So, what house are you? I don't even know, man. I mean, Ravenclaw sounds the coolest to me. Gryffindor uh, I, sounds... I'm a Ravenclaw. Work. Like, I, okay. I'm taking multiple tests. <laughs> like, uh, uh, like the alignment of the mentality of Ravenclaw. That's mm -hmm. that's me. Like, you know, they're the intuitive people that like to question things, and mm -hmm. you know, they they they're, they're usually the smarter people around. Okay. But like, Ravenclaw's usually me. Uh, like Slytherin was like a close second. That's because, I mean, Slytherins, I feel like, are the real, real ones. <laughs> like, okay, so I'm just going to... Sure. Harry was supposed to be a Slytherin. Think so? Like, if you actually pay attention to his personality from those books, like, he's clearly a Slytherin. Like, I think he got put into Gryffindor for plot reasons, mm -hmm. but because they also wanted to make sure that they kind of portray the Slytherins as kind of underhanded, but I mean... Mm -hmm. They're, they're not all bad. Just, be, just because right. Voldemort was a Slytherin doesn't mean all Slytherins are bad. I feel you. I feel you. Um, yeah, I mean, and from what I heard, like, there's other houses. I mean, there's other schools within the the, the world of Harry Potter, too, mm -hmm. right? So, yeah, I, guess, I think we can make our own and come up with our own houses. You know what I'm saying? And, and now you've got, you got the... You got the backwoods. You got the... You got the slide, the Slytherins instead of the Slytherins, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. I the, like that. The nugget you buckle puffs, <laughs> I guess you know what I'm saying. <laughs> oh man, yo, that and I'm sure those crazy. two will always be uh, beefing, like you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man, no, nah, that's fire. And I'm sure, like Harry Potter, like even inspired some people to, to to come up with their own wizard stories. Like, uh, okay, so an example being um excellence, which I talked about mm -hmm. in one of the TikToks that I made, um, which is by Brandon Thomas. I've showed it to you before, right? Mm -hmm. So Image Comics, for y'all who don't know, has a comic called Excellence that came out 2019, I believe, 2018, 2019, uh, which follows the story of a young wizard who is kind of coming into age. And his father is part of this secret wizard organization that protects the world or something like that. But they end up doing some things he doesn't like, and he now has to fight those wizards. wizards. Um, so, yeah, I think that's, that's like a fantastic story. And I don't mm -hmm. know if Brandon Thomas, who's an incredible storyteller, I don't know if he was inspired by Harry Potter or not, but either which way, 
you know, we can start to cultivate our own stories and even gain more support for other stories that already exist out there. So mm-hmm. I think those are some of the greater things about it, you know, about this whole movement. So, no, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, there's no denying the impact that uh, Harry Potter has had on the nerd community as a whole, not even, mm-hmm. you know, just us, but I mean, yeah. us too, of course. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, even going even to, to Japan, right? Mm. So there's an anime getting ready to come out called Mashal, okay. which is uh, Magic and Muscle. Oh, wow. That anime is essentially if Rock Lee from Naruto went to Hogwarts. Mm. Right? So like, he has no magic, but okay. he got hands and feet. You know what I'm saying? Those hands So, so it's almost like Black Clover a little bit too, right? Yes, okay. almost. All right. So he don't even it's have a... a sword or a book. He just <laughs> got the hands. He, he, he has like, you know, chest magic. Or oh man, forearm magic. All right, okay. <laughs> like it's literally not magic at all. Oh, He's just really strong. Yeah, and is capable of fighting these crazy level wizards. I like the sound of that. I like yeah, the sound of that a lot. It honestly, when an anime comes out in a couple months, it's it's gonna flood the streets just like One Punch Man did. It's mm-hmm. like it's it's kind of in that same vein, but it's Harry Potter. Mm, got you. Mm-hmm. Oh man, that sounds like a really cool idea and yeah all these other everybody else who's you know doing this whole hamu thing like hopefully y'all pull up to blurred con because it's the black faith thing fairies yo, wizards yo hilton if you're watching this bro like just <laughs> go ahead and just incorporate the the wizard into the fairy thing it's right up like, it's not a big stretch bro it's like, not a big stretch like, at all <laughs> we, we, We'll, we'll talk about it. We'll talk. We'll talk. We'll talk. We'll talk. <laughs> uh, but I can definitely see them pulling up and like having their own room, like locking it down. Like, or if they just started to do their own festival where like they got like themed potions and everything like that, drinks uh, that that could be fire. But we'll talk more about that as, as things develop. I think this. I don't think it's going away anytime soon. So yeah, we'll keep an sure. eye on it. And you know, anything Afro fantasy. If anybody has anything to suggest to us to read or check out, by all means, do that because we'll, we definitely want to check it out as we talk more about Afrofuturism. Uh, but sliding, speaking of like houses beefing, um, we saw a beef over the weekend, yeah, we did. and that was between uh, uh, Adonis Creed and Dame, I almost called him Dame Dollar. That is not his <laughs> name. Shout out, shout out to Dame Willard. <laughs> um, yeah, we saw Creed three over the weekend, and I was I was impressed. I mean, I so I binged all three Creed movies this past weekend. Creed one two and we saw three together and i really like those movies like those i don't really watch too many boxing movies i don't know what boxing movie i've seen in completion but i liked it i liked it a lot yeah i mean honestly when it comes to overall sports movie creed one had been my favorite for a long time Mm -hmm. well pretty much just since it dropped since it dropped yeah yeah uh i mean before that was probably like remember the titans or something we Mm -hmm. it it fluctuates but Mm -hmm. Definitively, as soon as Creed came on the scene, I was a huge fan of it. I yeah. saw a lot of myself in uh, Michael B's character Adonis, mm-hmm. so I mean, it was it was really relatable. The uh, the film uh, quality was there, the writing was there with Ryan Coogler directing it. I mean, in in writing it, I mean, it was a yeah, the all around just great. well, very well put together project. Mm-hmm. And Creed Three <laughs> was exactly the same thing. Yeah. I mean, I can't think of too many sports movies or movies in general, like in the last like a few years that I've been this uh, level of had this level of anticipation for. 
Like I was legitimately excited going into this theater. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, I've seen a lot of Marvel movies and I have not been like excited to see one of those. Yeah, yeah. But I was like gushing, like, yo, we like we're gonna see this movie. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I have yeah. to see it. And um it, it definitely lived up to my expectations. I mean, mm-hmm. getting to see John Majors be him or uh, well that version of him yeah was definitely well well done he's played he's he's played two antagonists in like a month mm-hmm. <laughs> so Wait, really like not even a full month it yeah. was february uh what 17th yeah to like third week. march third it was like, like the second first week second week yeah man like i feel like that was playing like, I, mean, yeah. <laughs> I ain't mad at it i'm, I'm definitely not mad at it because i mean yeah that's two back-to-back stellar performances from John Majors. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was the only thing that was watchable about uh, King King of Mania, and I mean, going into Creed three. I mean, yeah, yeah, man. It's like, bro, do you you realize that we've had two black men connected to Afrofuturism in the same movie? Like, that's 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 some that's more talking about, bro. Yeah. Like, I'm like, did they plan this? Like, what is going on? It had, like, to, be it to, right? it had to be thinking about it to a degree because I mean, if you look at John Major's projects he's had in the last like two, three year span, mm-hmm. and you see, you know, what uh, Michael B's trajectory for all the projects he's been a part of, like, I mean, they have to have connected on a nerd level as yeah. well as you know, as the the obvious you and know, you can like, tell that in the in the film too mm-hmm. right like oh man like i was calling them out bro <laughs> like the uh the, the when he got punched for sorry for mm-hmm. those who don't know, this won't be a spoiler when he got punched in the chest and then like went through this back and you saw his back mm-hmm. or something like oh that's anime right yeah, there that's that, a fight like so yeah. everything about this movie was actually anime right? yeah yeah, so, yeah like the way that they built the training montage was mm-hmm. very anime-esque like the way that they built the the backstories between the two characters mm-hmm. is very anime. Like this was a nerd movie, yeah, bro. Disguised <laughs> as a sports movie, yes, yeah, made by nerds, right? So I mean, right, right, right. You know, this what, was probably the biggest nerd event of the year so far for me. I can agree with that because I, mean, I can agree with that. Like King of Mania was cool. You know, and I, I would say this is the greatest blurred moment of the year so right. far probably in the last year because i mean as much as i and as much as we did enjoy black panther 2 we also got a lot of gripes about it that just there's more gripes about that than there is about this so yeah so, you know but it was like but it was like blurred without being blurred i think that was the crazy thing about it is that it got to it got to appeal to us right. without appealing to a specific thing like it was it was very well done like it was oh man I mean, and you, they they took the double punch from uh, DBZ. DBZ, when, that uh, one was oh, when I Vegeta saw that. I was like, other. yes, that was a great moment. <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, yeah, of course, yes, of course, the uh, the gut punch to, that Vegeta took uh, from from Frieza, that was there. <laughs> like, I mean, the ability to build up tension around something is well, quote unquote, trivial as a. Uh, uh, a boxing match, right? Mm-hmm. Like Quantum Mania literally had the stakes of like a whole universe, universe. on the line. I was just like, yeah. oh yeah. I guess the hero's gonna <laughs> win as always, whatever. Right? Like I mean the movie is called Creed Three. So you figure Creed's gonna win this fight, but it did it never felt like like 
it was just like he was destined to win. Like he had exactly. to be the victor. Like, like it, was, it was, yeah. Even before the movie, I said like, "Yo, if John Majors win and they do a Creed Four and reduke it out, I wouldn't be mad." Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, man. And the thing is, too, bro, it feels like they both got variants in this world. You know what I'm saying? Like all the movies, like like you said, all the movies they've done up to this, they kind of feel like this. These are these are nerd variants. Mm-hmm. I mean, these these are blurred. You know, very so let's let's go through them. So we got Kang, we got Creed, we got Killmonger, we also got um homeboy who was in uh, the harder we harder they fall. Mm-hmm. That's a Creed, that's a that's a Kang variant right there. Uh, um the Lovecraft Country. Lovecraft Country. Can't yeah. forget about that. Yep. Yep. That's a that's a Kang variant that bad. Boom. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Um, right, sorry. right, right. <laughs> um the uh saving uh, raising Dion. Yeah, his son. Yeah, you know I mean, oh, like, hold on, hold on. oh, you freeze a little bit. You froze up. That's all right. He's still here with you, us. You, 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 <laughs> still here you just can't see my face. That's all right. We'll work it out. We'll work it out. Um, yeah, bro. I mean, yeah. There's there's so many joints that they've all been. I'm trying to think of one more for for uh for Michael B to kind of tie it up. Oh, say what? BP two from the spirit room. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I was counting Kim Martin for both. Yeah, but um, true, true. Yeah. I was thinking, uh, I was kind of thinking Fantastic Four because I just recently watched that. But I mean, that's we one we should not count that one at all. Like, He's like on the bottom tier. Get that happened. <laughs> fair I, enough, fair <laughs> I don't want to like you know like I give every actor one bad mo- movie or show mm-hmm. to kind of like just kind of throw away. Mm-hmm. Like like with Pedro Pascal, the run he's been on, mm-hmm. he's been killing it lately. Yeah, we just gonna throw away when Wonder Woman eighty four. Like we just gonna pretend that didn't happen. Yeah, because like Last of Us was is amazing currently. Mm-hmm. Mando is oh my god, mm-hmm. oh my god, Mandalorian yeah. is crazy great. right now. Yeah, and then I mean the when he was in Game of Thrones, I mean that was another excellent, excellent done role. So I'm. He can't miss. Still, if we throw away that one, we're just, we're just not gonna count that it's as okay. a thing that happened. Right. But it wasn't bad because of him. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. a script. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> for sure, for sure. And then, but the great thing is they play both heroes and villains, though. That's why the whole variant idea is so fire. Because, like, you know, when they do the duplicate worlds, usually the opposite world might be a villain. You know what I mean? Like, what happened with uh, the Justice League? How they had like injustice. the injustice? Yeah, uh, was it? Yeah, injustice and the justice. Something of anyway, um, yeah, crisis on two earths where they had, yeah, the that's Ultraman what I was thinking. And Owl Man, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 man, no, it's, it's a beautiful thing, um, yeah, man, oh, wow, okay, I can't talk about this enough. So, the future of combat sports, um, I don't think boxing is going anywhere, I think it, it could definitely evolve. There's been a lot of different, um, iterations of like boxing changing in the future, like. Something is going to be all robots. Some people think there's going to be robots. <laughs> Megalobots, right? Um, some people think there's going to be cybernetic enhancements to fighting and combat. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what we're going to see in our generation. Yeah, of- so I mean, there's there's two projects that kind of outline what I think it could go, mm-hmm. and that's one is a Ali the Battle Angel, um, where they, you know. Do what you say, like get the the cybernetic battle enhancements, okay. and they uh, are duking it out in a, a field that is built to sustain mm. uh, the extra damage they can do because mm-hmm. of these enhancements. And then 
Um, I think it could go towards uh, uh, Ready Player One. Okay, I didn't get to which see is that. Uh, you know Steven Spielberg right. movie where they're going into doing it virtually, virtually. yeah, mm-hmm. and having competitions there. I think those are the two directions that we could probably go. I'm leaning more towards the virtual just because we already have VR and that's improving on a day to day basis. Mm-hmm. You know, people always talk about how they would. Uh, you know, like if I if as Sword Art Online was real, I would get stuck in it. You know, like, I would probably be like one of those. Yeah, like, you know what? I don't even like all these that much. Oh man, and like whatever currency you gain in the game to pay your bills or whatnot. Like I mean, the the company had to be uh, like had to be putting up the bill for all those medical bills from those people that's been essentially in the coma for that entire no, time. Right? Oh, like, man. The lawsuits had to be crazy. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, not only was it regular people in there, these are like, you know, children of yeah. like businessmen and stuff. Like, you you know rich rich people not going to let their kids be in a coma and pay for it themselves. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. Now, the way the ki- these kids extort, they parents for money now to buy their credits for Fortnite, Apex, Destiny, <laughs> Minecraft. <laughs> they might just be like, Yo, Dad, shut up. Play for, pay for my uh, right. my virtual fight. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, no, I think the idea, yeah, I think, oh, so you did say before we recorded that you think that esports is going to be like the next step in, in mm-hmm. that as well. Oh, so yeah, I, especially I mean, with like the virtual reality coming into play and everything like that. Absolutely. Yeah. With the amount of money the gaming industry is making right now mm-hmm. i think it's just only a matter of time before them they look for other things other ways to expand what their money is going to that and mm-hmm. then once they get to like essentially going to into sports betting but for virtual events yeah i think the the overall money behind gaming and everything within the gaming scope is going to skyrocket because yeah, it's already bro. doing that with uh with regular sports right now like mm-hmm. you know, since sports betting is now allowed in across all major sports, sports teams have their valuation has gone from like you know hundreds of millions to mm. billions easily, right? Yeah. Like before Steph Curry had, uh, went on his championship run, mm-hmm. the Golden State Warriors was worth about five hundred million dollars. Mm-hmm. Now they're worth over four billion dollars. Whoa. So like that's that's not a, not a small a gap. Small gap like, you know. <laughs> so I mean, once once that gets into the already really booming field of the gaming industry, mm-hmm. the, uh, there's gonna be so much money to spend on more innovations, and those more innovations are going to bring even more money. So mm-hmm. bottom line, it's just gonna it's gonna be a boom once uh, if that ever happens, and I think it really oh, should. Man, that's. That's gonna be nuts. I'm I'm low key ex- low key excited, high key excited, low key worried. I oh, you should you for sure high key worried because like yeah. uh, there is already a, a a business in China called Skynet, right? Like it already exists. Stop. stop. No, wait. Stop. Wait like this is stop not a stream. joke. <laughs> I am not making this up. Why would they do that? It exists, Why? and they said they wanted to make it to protect people. I feel like 
Am I plugged in right now? Am I plugged into the Matrix right now? Like, what the Might entire hell well is going be. on, man? Like, who's it, writing this thing? I will send you the article, Ace. Oh. It exists. And it's been up for years. They essentially have connected all the CCTVs within China so you can track people virtually pretty much anywhere within the country. Nah, what? And the company that made that software is called Skynet. <laughs> That's insane. Not a joke. Woo, boy, man. <laughs> so, Afrofusion, where do black people fit? <laughs> where do black people fit in all of this? Like, so, what in the world? With uh, so when Skynet Sky goes live, they they already have they're having issues tracking you know our faces in those things. So we just gonna like develop like stealth tech to it. So we just gonna be immune to it. That's where I think Afrofuturism goes when Skynet, you know, gets taken over by AIs, and, <sighs> and we get Terminator in real life. Dang. <laughs> um, see, my phone just crashed just because of that uh, that crazy suggestion. Um, all right, but Black Terminators, right? Hey, hey, yeah, Black I mean, Terminators could be could be kind of wrong. So I think actually, so that's where it's gonna be like because like I'm pretty sure like John Connor in in our version of it, like mm -hmm. the real life version, is gonna be black because mm -hmm. like we're survivors and you know we we were used to dealing with the worst of the worst right 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 so like i'm sure the the first time machine is going to be invented by a black man like a lot of the other real major inventions in mm -hmm. you know world history yeah we're not gonna go there today <laughs> um and yeah like we're we're gonna come up with the tech to be able to send people back in time to try to stop skynet from taking over mm -hmm. yeah and i think we're gonna send them back further than that <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure we're gonna send it back a little further no. than that. <laughs> They're gonna go back and fix a few more things that happened before that, which probably won't even lead to Skynet. Right, like, and if it does, it's gonna be Skynet and it's gonna be in the Congo. <laughs> so, oh man. Yeah, like <laughs> listen, oh. the, the idea of a raw, like if this isn't a story by now, it has to be like sending a, a, a black android, a black cyborg back in the past to just waste everybody in like the year 1600 who was pushing slavery, all the colonizers, mm -hmm. sending them right to England, yeah, stopping them before they even crossed the water. The hope, the prosperity, <laughs> and what was the other one? They had three slave ships that they was really pushing at that point. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Stop, sink the Mayflower before it even... Nah, not even one piece of wood makes it to the way Mayflower is yeah, like, stopping the way before that. We're going to have to like have some words for Columbus, bro. Like, yeah. not going to be kind words. <laughs> I don't know if it's going to be words. It might just be wing back. <laughs> and that's Wallop. it. Wallop. Wallops. Yeah. We talk about the wallops, man. We talk about the wallops. Oh, man. Whew. Yeah, no, I'm super excited about that. Um, we can back up just a little, just a little mm -hmm. bit to talk more about the the the, the gaming industry. Um, and you know, what, what's going on and how it's evolving across the world. Um, so like, what are the major game companies right now that are, that are putting the most into like the virtual atmosphere? Do you know? Uh, Sony's putting a lot of, uh, money behind it. Um, and they're honestly just, they're, they're, they're putting a lot, a lot of money behind expanding the IPs of gaming as a whole. Okay. 
So, I mean, eventually we're going to see a game like Destiny on VR mm-hmm. when that happens. Oh, I mean, yeah, like that's that's my second life now, you know. <laughs> Real quick, do you think that kids are going to start to solve their problems over video games? Maybe they just start fighting in the video games instead of fighting in person? think that's a possibility. I mean, if we push that stigma out, so like, you know, like instead of like having, because like we're, we're a past, you know, the point of where we have regular bullies and fights in schools regularly as much as we used to. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, they still happen, but <laughs> nowhere near as much as when we were younger. Um, so, I mean, the next step was like, oh, yeah, see me on, see me on the sticks, bro. Right? Yeah. No, I like, you know, actually, that's where it's going to evolve into. Mm. Kids, I'm sorry, yelling fight. Mm-hmm. Like, fight, fight. Let's do this. And this is like gonna be and it's gonna be like you know a Mega Man battle. You know what? Maybe they can actually implicate that if you like. So, all right, so let's let's say that in the school of the future, you know, at the Wakanda Alliance Academy, that whenever students have conflict, hey, hook up that joint and y'all settle it. It's gonna I be like Shaolin like... Showdown, but virtual, like. I honestly feel that that would not be bad. Like, I feel like that that's the first step towards world peace. Because, like, we're, mm. I'm not going to fight you in person. Like, we can be friends after we mm-hmm. murder each other repeatedly virtually. Like, I mean. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not hurt. You're not hurt. Your yeah. pride might be. But, yeah. you know, hey. She's listening to something else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and like, what was the other thing I was about to say? The whole thing about um, you know, I think when 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 it happens, like when kids fight and it's recorded, it feels a lot more personal too. I think, and that the retaliation, in in that, is much more intense. So I think that if if it's a bit more digital, maybe it doesn't feel as embarrassing, you know, to get your butt whooped in front of, you know, what I'm saying. No, because like, it might be worse just be because worse. like. You might plan on streaming just the five people and then like 10 million people just tune in to see you get molly walked. Mm. <laughs> I feel like I feel like also seeing a fist fist to fist fight would be would be a bit more. I'm not going to say special for lack of a better term, but like it'd be rarer to see that, too. So I don't know, man, it's, it's weird to say Man, the future is wild, yo. Future is real wild, but yeah, I mean, eventually we're gonna get to the point where fighting games don't have like you're not pressing buttons for the commands, like mm-hmm. you're full on gloves. <laughs> or yeah. all right, so so if Lelouch was in school, right, baby Lelouch, if he's in school and he has a disagreement with somebody and they say, "Hey, yo, Shallon Showdown, put the virtual headset on." What do you think is going to be your setup? Are you going to do like a shooting game? Are you going to do a fighting game? For me, it's for sure going to be a shooter. And I'm going to let them pick whatever gun they want. And I'm going to get my bow. And I'm going to destroy them with that bow. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. I'm going to do that. Um, Honestly, someone should really take that idea, specifically what they just said, and just like, you know what? Shower the showdown, bro. Like, <laughs> like I don't have no more words for you, bro. Do do. Just hit the put piece. up, put up your, put up your best little whatever item you got. I'll put up my best item. Whoever wins, you know. 
that's what it is. Oh man. That's you can't even still that you can't steal that back either. You right. ain't no mm-hmm. <laughs> But it is gonna suck if like you know they're in the VR and then somebody just comes and like duffs them <laughs> just like <laughs> his man rolls up on him, robs him while you he, like in the system, you know what I mean? So breaks into a locker room. Have a car. virtual fight and somebody comes up and says, like, skip the virtual. <laughs> Oh man! Like, that's the worst snake ever because they're all, they're fully focused on mm-hmm. the game. They can they literally see not see it that coming. coming. Oh my gosh! Again, you know the the future is scary, but that's what we do here at the at the Galactic Tribe podcast. I mean, if if anybody has to talk about the scary things, we got to talk about the scary mm-hmm. things, but also the light things. Again, I think there's you know some benefits to um to that whole act to that whole idea. So. Yeah, I mean, I, I really do think that if people got into a space where they are letting out their frustrations that they get throughout life virtually mm-hmm. instead of physically, we actually do get to a more peaceful everything. I mean, imagine if we can get to a point where, like, instead of we have, like, a war, we just have, like, a, I don't know, a duel. <laughs> it's like... All right, Russia, you you got your you know your monsters. I got mine. Mm-hmm. Don't spring my trap. <laughs> like, bang you to the shadow realms. You yeah, be up to that. <laughs> yeah, give us all your wheat. Like, come on now, all your resources, all the metals, mm-hmm. oil, ours. I want all those hackers. Bring those to the Pentagon. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh man. So and then like you have like counter hackers too to like stop the game from being hacked. Like there's. Oh man, there's so much. I, this mic could have been way turned up. I don't know if that increases the sound. Probably should have tried that earlier, but we here now. Yeah, this now. is more so a test stream anyway, so it can be fully ready for the. This is a darn good test stream. I think we have some great conversation I, right I now. I agree. I thoroughly agree. Um, I just, I think the future is bright when it comes to what can be done. Uh, with technology, incorporating that into entertainment, mm-hmm. and then also just like you know, increasing the ease of life for everybody. Yeah, but I mean, it's also got to be the responsibility of people that create those things to make sure they're used safely too. Because I mean, mm-hmm. everything can go badly. Like, yeah. Of course, we we talked. I just mentioned Sword Art Online. It got pretty. It got pretty, it got pretty gnarly. gnarly. Yeah, then, yeah, you know, did, yeah, did. Like even after they got out of the intentionally permanent comas and <laughs> started playing the game regularly, uh-huh. like there are also still serial killers there. So I mean, yeah, there's gonna be things that you gonna have to implement to to keep maintain the safety of the uh, the people using the game. Mm-hmm. There's a lot, I think there's more positives than negatives. Right. Yeah, man. Word, yeah. word, word. Um, there's actually a VR uh, exhibit at the museum. Yeah, going you told on right me now, I, I, I got to see it. So I, I think we should definitely pull up to there and you know see if we can get some Wakanda kids in there. Mm-hmm. Look at it. Because I think uh, Drea, Drea and her family went actually re- pretty recently. So mm-hmm. I think they really enjoyed it. So yeah, we can do a, a summer camp field trip to it. It leaves in June. It leaves in June. Okay. Yeah. So... Um, but we'll, we'll have Shiri's lab going on by then. For those that don't know, Shiri's lab will be our like our STEM program for young people. Um, I think we'll also have the Academy up and running then too. Yeah, we will because that that starts in April. So there's a lot of great things that that are happening. Um, man, I'm super excited for this year, fam. There's so many great things going on. Um, 
Not, not yeah, to wow. mention the conventions that we got. I mean, WordCon is going to be a thing this year. Like, I know we mentioned it in an earlier episode, but um, I'm really excited for mm. what we can can do collectively because we're going to have so many people there somebody. between. So, like, there's only yeah. so many people that we know at WordCon. Yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm excited to just have everybody all in one place. Yeah. And to have a good time. Let me do a quick shout out to some of our uh, our viewers here. We got Jason in the chat. What up, Jay? Uh, Gata Legal, who is a Capodisa friend up in uh, Canada. I don't know if it was Toronto or one of those other places, but <laughs> shout out to her as well. She's listening in. She said, loving the vision and the dedication. So, yeah, we appreciate that. Um, yeah, no, the dedication is definitely there. But we've been doing it, man. We've, we've been doing it up. So. Yeah. Oh, man, so many good things. Uh, yeah, man, Wakanda Alliance Academy coming 2027. We're going to be solving our problems in the virtual world. I mean, in the, the real world, too. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think, you know, if we started a school, fam, I would love to teach those kids martial arts. Like, just have a martial art and listen, we're going to have a ring and y'all going to duke this out. Y'all going to either stick fighting with the helmets or hand-to-hand, whatever it is, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, Capoeira, like, any of these things can go, and this is how y'all solve problems. What we have to do, so we gotta have like the people building the Wakandan tech that we see, you know, in the Black Panther movies, mm-hmm. and then we have the people training to use that tech. Mm-hmm. And then once the inevitable Skynet war happens, <laughs> we'll, we'll be ready. We'll be ready. Right, yeah. <laughs> oh man, we're gonna have our own like robots to test out. I guess. <laughs> We're going we gonna to build our Terminators to fight their Terminators, and then we're going to have the weapons for the anti-Terminators. So. You know what that reminds me of, too? Remember Mobile Suit Gundam, uh, G Gundam? Mm-hmm. You remember how like, every nation had their own mm-hmm. like themed Gundam? Did they have an African one? I can't, I don't, can't remember. It seems to always like leave Africa out. Like Even when I was watching Iron-Blooded Orphans, and they talk about like yeah. New Africa or something like that, I'm like, where are the Africans at? <laughs> I was so confused when I saw that. Oh. Um, but yeah, no, we're definitely gonna have a Wakanda bot. And you know what? We, we gotta make the bot a Panther. Like it's only right. I mean, DQ has been really pushing for a Panther thing. Yo, I'm about to make that an AI. Yo, I'm about to do an so AI generated Panther Gundam. Should we so would that be Voltron essentially? I think because all the cats coming together to make a super super mech. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it could be yeah, Panther probably Panther. <laughs> Love it. I dig it. I love it. It's happening. It's happening. market man today. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Wow. All right. So so we're gonna have black wizards. We're gonna have a so we're gonna have a black spirituality division or a black. We're gonna call it some. We're gonna call it some some studies. It's yeah, anthropologic anthropologist. The House of Bass. House of Bass, yeah. Um House of the Spear, House of Spears, and that's gonna be like the jocks with the, mm-hmm. with the, you know, with the fitness and everything like that. Um, what else are we gonna have? We gonna have uh, an agricultural division, people who are in touch we with nature. To. They doing yoga in the in the in the gardens and everything like that. Um, then we need one more. What's that last house? So we touched on. We got spirituality. We got the spears. And we got the tech. And then tech. Okay, boom, mm-hmm. boom. There it is. All right, mm-hmm. word. So we are gonna have the House of Shuri. Or house of something not trademarked. Sure, he's not trademarked. I don't think sure is trademarked. Copyright character, maybe, but not. Mm. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah, this this is looking great. This is looking good. I'm having a lot of fun on this episode, yeah. y'all. Like, yeah, this is our first episode good. in person. You know, what I mean, it's been a while. More to come. 
Yeah, and we got so some announcements. We got Villacon coming up on the 25th. This episode's gonna this episode's live. Um, <laughs> gotta switch a little bit. But yeah, so we're gonna be on Villa at Villacon on the 25th. We'll be streaming that. Um, there's gonna be cosplay, there's gonna be uh, board games, there's gonna be panels talking about Afrofuturism. We're gonna talk about Wakandaverse, which is going to be our own fan-made realm of Wakanda. We're gonna talk about how the buildings are made, how the characters are, how the society is. And that's kind of circling back to what we talked about earlier with the whole Hogwarts universe or Harry Potter universe, whatever y'all want to call it, how the, mm-hmm. how the fans are taking in the power into their own hands and creating their own en- entity and kind of a, a separate universe for them to exist in because you know, there's conflicts everywhere else they try to do. So we got to make our own. And it's the same thing with, with Black Panther, even though uh, Black Panther Wakanda takes place in Africa it's still surrounded by a lot of things that people don't agree with. So people might not say that, that this is an authentically black experience when they're watching Wakanda or even reading the books. And so the way we can counteract that is by making our own joint. And some people might laugh at the idea, at the idea of fan fiction, but there's a lot of power in it. So we're trying to bring that together with the power of Wakandaverse. So stay tuned for that. That's gonna be pretty dope. Um, but some special guests we're gonna have echelon comics echelon novels they're gonna be in the house uh concrete comics talking with them more than likely they'll be there and then i'm homie uh antoine mitchell the author of sankofa's embrace he's gonna be there as well so we're gonna have some powerhouses in the, in the building um we'd love to get some other people on there but yeah stay tuned for that march 25th like tune into the stream if you can't be with us in person tune into the stream we'll be streaming that as well and uh yeah man and then and then it's off to april april there's a lot of things too, but we have to get into that just now because it's gonna hurt my brain. I've been doing brain stuff all day, fam. Um, actually, you know, I can talk about this. There is going to be still kind of working out the deal, but there's gonna be a nature walk or nature re- natural retreat um, that one of our sisters is doing. Um, her name is Amaya King. She was the former Miss Buffalo, I think, for the year 2022 or 2021, and um, she's doing a retreat for for us Mm -hmm. so galactic tribe we could be there to talk about climate justice because that's going to be in april which is climate justice awareness month so we could do it out there for that we can yeah 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 so there's going to be some yoga there's going to be some martial arts there's going to be some relaxing reconnecting to the earth a lot of a lot of shoes coming off and feet touching the earth like when's the when's the last time you got to walk on like just bare grass for like more than five minutes intentionally yeah never I was about to say, what was the unintentional? I mean, it was a time where my cousin stole my shoes. Oh, okay. and like I had to chase him to get them back. No. He, yeah, he All was right. fast too. That I was get a you. Fun experience. I get you. I get you. But it's been a while since so you've been able to like plug into nature with your feet, with your toes. All right, word. So that's what the tree's going to be about. So that's going to be in April as well. So there's some, some great things to look forward to. So. Yeah, dogs, this is the Galactic Tribe podcast. This is what we do. We're talking Afrofuturism. We talked about the Hogwarts thing. We talked about the Wizards. We talked about the Wallops. We talked about the Wakanda. So, yeah, man, anything on the way out? Um, Do you think that if, like, Wakanda was a real thing, right? Mm-hmm. Is there, like, a ghetto side of Wakanda? Like, of the side, like, that, like, a lot of people just, like, don't really like? Like, yes. it's, it's them. Yes. So (laughs) 
It's a funny question. So actually in, in the comics, there is like the Wakanda that, that isn't part of the Golden City. So some of these people look at the, like either they separated or like there was a thing that the Wakandas like kept them out for themselves and had to, brand, had to bridge them out or like put a wall between them. <laughs> they were like, build that wall. <laughs> but you know, the, 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 it's because the other side was kind of tripping on the, on the mainland Wakandas and they had a problem with that. And they got to nurture the fields. It's a, it's a whole thing. So that is a thing like T'Chaka, T'Challa's dad had an affair with one of them women from one of the countries <laughs> or from one of those regions. And they bore a son who's part of the hyena clan and he tried to get revenge on T'Challa. It was a whole mess, y'all. Like T'Chaka was, he, he was going through some things, all right? The, T'Challa's mother had passed away and, you know, he was going through some things. It happens. He's a king. Was it's, the name of that comic Sins of the Father? It, actually, it might be something close to that. <laughs> it really might be close to that. If it was not the title of the comic, somebody had said that. Um, so that's one thing. And then also the new character they just show Tosin. He's one of the newest characters. I did the cosplay for BlurCon. Um, they said, yo, the mainland Wakanda is doing too much with vibranium. Like they're, they're pretty much relying on it. They're relying on this one resource instead of connecting to nature as it should be. And so what they did, well, not even relying on nature. It's like they, they keep combining it with tech. They keep, kind of, they keep trying to advance vibranium, advance with the technology and vibranium where they're more like, yo, let's connect to the earth. They're pretty much hippies <laughs> mm. but the cool thing about them is that so they give themselves uh vibranium tattoos mm. so the 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 heart-shaped i want to say it might not be the heart-shaped herb but vibranium works with some mythical mystical juice they stir it up they tattoo it on themselves they practice yoga they practice tai chi and then some of them develop superpowers so some of them can run fast some of them can change the, the hardness of their skin uh, which is what Tosin can do. He has super speed and he has uh, durability. Oh, gentle. No. So and so, gentle came before this whole village kind of came into being, mm -hmm. and I think that he was kind of the inspiration for it too. Um, and they haven't really explained like what the connection between gentle and this other village is mm -hmm. yet. But I he feel was, like there could yeah, be. A he connection. was the first one I saw that with the, the hat that was tattooed. Right. Like His were more designed to stop him from. Uh, from his from his his mutant ability from killing him, you know what I'm saying. Whereas, uh, but he also meditates to kind of keep it in control, mm -hmm. right? So I think there's a connection there. But Tosin, he can change the hardness of his skin, and then he can run fast. So his powers are a little bit differently. Mm -hmm. um, but he's a bit of a hothead. So my personal fan fiction story is that Gentle teaches uh, Tosin kind of to let go of his frustrations with mainland Wakanda, and you know be more in tune with it with himself. So. Oh, so by the way, yes, this region they don't they don't mess with mainland Wakanda. So yeah, to answer your question, there there is, there is. The, <laughs> the ghetto side of Wakanda. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, but I'm sure somebody's gonna come up with some more stories for like the ghetto Wakanda. Like, oh yeah, man, the, the hood Wakanda YouTube videos are coming eventually. <laughs> I'm down. I'm down with that. I'm down with that. Great question on the way out. Mm. So this has been the Galactic Tribe Podcast. I'm Ace the Outsider. And we will see you soon. Keep a future forward. And as always, Wakanda forever. Y'all be well out there. Peace. I got to end the broadcast this time because I'm in control now. <laughs>